0: Hello, and welcome back to His Simple Truths Podcast. Hello, everybody. My name is Greg Mullins. And I'm Tyson Thompson. And uh, we are excited to be with you today. This is Podcast 20. We uh, sat down last week to record this podcast, and...
1: Actually, about 20 feet above where we're sitting right now, next to a lake in beautiful North Idaho. I uh,
0: went to open my mouth and got stupefied. <laughs> for whatever reason the Lord needed me more humble or whatever needed to happen
1: I don't think so I think it's interesting because Greg got the stop and I got the just follow Greg's lead so I'm like okay <laughs> we're gonna stop right and that's like I was okay with it I'm like cool alright let's 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 go back home and then actually it facilitated a great discussion where we just sat here and we wrestled with some concepts a little bit um, and just kind of together checked in with the Lord which is kind of cool like just you know about things we're learning and it was it was good
0: yeah yeah it's been interesting this past little bit um through the mentoring sessions that we've been doing so many amazing things have been opening i can't tell you how many times i've been talking with somebody and i say something and i'm like whoa that was really cool (laughs) i gotta write that down (laughs) (laughs) where did that come from and just a quick thanks to the Lord, like, i sure I'm glad you're in charge of this, because...
1: <laughs> oh, it's the whole babes and fools concept, right? Like, I'm like, literally, he said in the scriptures, open your mouth, and it'll be filled, right? And it's just like, I don't, someone will ask a difficult question, and they'll be having a hard time, they'll be, you know, and all of a sudden, it's like, I'm speaking, and I'm almost like having this out of body experience. Like I'm looking at myself telling them something and I'm like, am I supposed to be saying this? (laughs) And then the Lord's like, yes, this is, this is me using you a weak thing of the earth. weak and simple thing of the earth to, to help somebody. And I'm like, perfect. Okay. I'm willing. Yeah. Use me.
0: Use me. Yep. So that being said, the title of this podcast will be simply simple truths. And we're just going to Communicate whatever the Lord puts into our hearts and minds. So the the first piece that that I wanted to talk about that's coming to me is we we uh, initiated the addiction recovery mentoring program, and um, as I put that together, I studied the ten step pro- the twelve step program from the church, the AA's version and the Native American version, and put together a 12-week course based upon those, and uh, got it all ready to go. We launched it, people started signing up. Got into my first session with somebody, and uh, it was awesome. Let me just say the session was incredible, right? But I get all the way through it, and I'm like, Lord, that wasn't the program I put together. <laughs> and he's like, I know that was your program. My program's different.
1: <laughs> oh, he's the whole like study it out in your mind. Right. And then proceed. Like that's what happened. Right. Yeah. Like, you spend all this time. We, we do, we spend all this time studying and then, yeah. He, and it, the cool thing is, is like, who am I to sit down here and be offended? Like, come on, put a lot of work into that. He's like, <laughs> Yeah. For your benefit, you did. Good job. Now yeah. take those principles and apply them the way that I want you to. And I'm yeah. like, good call. It always works out better when I do that.
0: Yeah. And so sitting there in that moment, I was like, um, can I know your program? <laughs> Cause, or is this just a shoot from the hip each time? Right. And he's like, okay, let me give you some basic guidelines. Mine is not a 12 step program. It's a three step program and this is what it is. I need you to teach them who they are and what their relationship is to me. And then I need you to help them see why they're on the earth right now. And then I need you to repeat that message again and again and again in every different way, shape or form that it needs to be said until they understand that they are literal sons and daughters of the Lord Jesus Christ and that they're on the earth right now to help bring in Zion, to grow and progress and become part of my kingdom. And repeat that in every different way. And all of the things you studied will help you say it in different ways. <laughs> like, oh yeah, that's totally true. <laughs> yeah. And so I think I... I went back and reviewed that appointment that I just had. I'm like, wow, that's what we just did. Right. <laughs> He's like, yeah, good job.
1: <laughs> He's like, remember when I put a prophet on the earth and he stood up in front of a bunch of leaders and somebody asked him how do, how do we help people that are really struggling? And the prophet said two things, teach them who they are, teach them their purpose. Right. It's, it's basically that with the added step of, you know, of repeat, of repeat right. Like, <laughs> Wash, rinse, repeat. <laughs> <laughs> it's like doing laundry.
0: Yeah. It it has become more clear and more evident to us how profound it was that the Lord had us call what we're doing his simple truths. Right? Everybody's trying to overcomplicate everything.
1: Oh, this just came to me not recently, and now, like, right before you started speaking, I love when the Spirit works like this, like, the Lord's, like, it's time for that analogy, right? And it's something that He taught me, and this is huge. If, brothers and sisters, before I say this, I just want you to pause it. Take a minute. Go to the place of stillness, your place of quiet. Make sure that you have the Spirit with you. Eliminate distractions, and just get ready for this principle to absorb into your soul, because when it does, it'll change everything for you, at least in the immediate, um, well, no, overall, uh, the most important thing. So take that pause. You're actually literally going to have to pause it cause I'm not going to stop talking. <laughs> uh, the most important thing that we should do that every principle ordinance, um, All the things that we do in the church, right, all the thou shalt and all the thou shalt nots are there for one purpose have us qualify for the spirit, right? And then we've talked and I've overused, but I'm going to do it again. Elder Iring talked about how when we feel the spirit, one of two things is happening. Either you're being cleansed or when you have a baptism of fire experience where you're super overwhelmed by the spirit, that's the Lord telling you, you are clean and forgiven, right? So one of those two things is happening. So the most important thing that we can do with our lives is try to qualify for the spirit every day. Now, let me explain why that is in a way that you may not have thought of before. And this is a simple truth. Think about a baby in the womb. That baby isn't laying in there with its little bubble head when it's early on in its you know process of development, going, Oh, I should I should grow an arm, right? It's not consciously thinking, I should grow an arm. Come on, little nub, become an arm. Come on, <laughs> come on, become an arm. Okay, fingers go, fingers go. Right? No, that baby is not consciously sitting in that womb thinking about growing. That baby just fills the measure of its creation and is hooked to a source, the umbilical cord to the mother for the nutrients it needs to develop. That is a miracle. And President Nelson talks about how in awe of the human body he is and the miracle that it is. I'm in awe of all of nature because it just does what it's supposed to do, right? Based on, and you could apply that to plants, you could apply that to anything, but let's apply it to people since we're peoples, right? (laughs) Literally, that is what, is happening brothers and sisters i testify to you in the name of jesus christ that when you're connected to the spirit and you've qualified to have the spirit with you always and pause and ask the lord have i qualified for that and my suspicion is most of you have you're just not recognizing it when you've qualified to have the spirit with you always you're hooked to that umbilical cord which is the spirit and Elder Bednar said in a recent conference, I think it was in 2011, that it's impossible to not end up being perfected like the Father, the Son, and our Heavenly Mother if you're connected to the Spirit all the time. You're going to end up in that destination. It's just going to happen. That's the process. You're hooked to that umbilical cord. And that's what, this is the point that I'm going to draw back to what Greg is saying when you have the spirit with you all the time and you stop beating yourself up and questioning whether or not you're where you need to be doing what you're supposed to be doing and you just accept that the Lord's telling you you're on the path and you're clean clean and forgiven or you're becoming clean and forgiven, when you accept that wholeheartedly and stop questioning it, living the gospel of Jesus Christ and your life becoming a prayer are an automatic and unconscious process. Like you will literally be It's almost an unconscious state where you're just... Sports analogy, you've seen athletes who just go into the zone, right? And they're doing everything perfectly amid chaos. And you're like, how are they doing that, right? It's because they're tapping into a part of themselves within that structure of a sport to accomplish whatever their mission is. That's what happens when we're in the spirit. When we have the spirit with us all the time, and we repent really quickly when we lose the spirit and get back in the light... You're not cut off from that spirit of God and that growth process any longer than you need to. You are inclined and moving forward toward Heavenly Father, Jesus Christ, and Heavenly Mother. Period. You're doing it.
0: So if you you think about the baby in the womb, it's connected to the mother via the umbilical cord. right? And the mother's pushing nutrients into that baby. The baby can't plug the umbilical cord. And say, I don't want any more nutrients. Right. It's coming whether he likes it or not.
1: Right. Right? I don't know. Maybe he could learn to get to the point where he could kink it, which is probably what we do. Bad program. Yeah, don't do that. Don't kink the
0: cord. So in that analogy, now back to us, the spirit is the nutrients that's coming through the umbilical cord. The umbilical cord is the Savior. Right. The Savior and his atonement that he performed is the link that connects us to the spirit in our fallen state. And that's what the Lord was teaching me with the addiction recovery program is the reason why people are turning to addictive behaviors is because the cords kink. There's no nutrients coming. Right. Right? They're dying. They stop the
1: flow somehow.
0: And they're trying to figure out how to feel better in that scenario. So they turn to things to try and compensate for what they're not getting. Yep. And so our job is to say, hey, guess what? Your umbilical cord's kinked. Your right. relationship with the Savior is not right. A lot of people haven't even figured out that they can have a relationship with the Savior yet. I know we've talked about this on other podcasts and recent ones, but this bears repeating because it keeps coming up over and over again. It is okay to have a conversation with your Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. It's okay.
1: Your prophets told you to, to seek to be taught by the Lord himself. I don't be, I'm not taught by Greg by just looking at him. At least not yet. <laughs> right? Like, <laughs> he literally learned from Greg and he learns from me by actually talking to each other. So, talk to him.
0: So, here's... Here's a way to get over it, if you haven't already. And I, can't, I don't know if I said this on a prior podcast or not, but when you go to the Doctrine and Covenants, who is Joseph talking to and who's talking back? When you go into the Old Testament, who are the prophets talking to, Jehovah, and who is talking back? When you go into the New Testament, who are the prophets talking to and who's talking back? When you go to the Book of Mormon, who are they talking to and who's talking back?
1: And another key piece of this truth is a lot of you have this doubt monster that's always lingering in the corner. And every time you poke your head around the corner to try and move forward, he smacks you. Well, he's there because you're letting him be. So slay that dragon by just accepting what you've already been told and what, what the Spirit's taught you even today in this, in this podcast, you won't have to doubt anymore. You'll just know that that is the Lord speaking to you when you feel the Spirit. And He's telling you you're on the path and you're clean and forgiven or you're becoming clean and forgiven. Move forward. The Lord, can you imagine a a special needs teacher, a special uh, ed teacher walking into a classroom full of children who have Down syndrome and various various, uh, things that cause them, you know, challenges when it comes to academia and learning, right? That teacher would be a terrible person to walk in the room and be like, come on, you dummies, let's learn how to read, right? And like start smacking kids around because they're not reading, right? Like... Do you think the Lord operates that way? Like, oh, well, you're not fully developed like me, so therefore I don't have time for you, right? No, his whole purpose is what? Moses 1.39, right? To bring to pass the immortality and eternal life of man. He doesn't have hobbies. This is what he does. And he's literally standing there like, you're there, everything you need to do your mission right now that's in front of you today, you have developed sufficiently to do what's in front of you regardless of what level you're
0: at. It would be like, let's say you go into a a class to learn something, right? And the teacher who's there has no experience with the topic that they're supposed to teach.
1: I know a lot of you are out there are like, yeah, that's all of college. You're right, okay? In the T-Luster <laughs> world, it's true. But just roll with it for a second.
0: Now, we're told that... It is the savior through his atonement that heals us, right? But a lot of us are like, we don't want to talk to that teacher for some reason. The savior fulfilled the atonement. He descended below all things. He understands everything that you're going through. He's already paid for your sins. He's paid for the pain you feel. And you walk into the classroom and you're like, I don't know if I wanna talk to him or not. I don't know if I should talk to him or not. He's really smart and I'm not. Maybe I shouldn't communicate with him.
1: Yeah, I don't wanna trouble him with my problems.
0: So I'm gonna walk across the hall to this other person.
1: Who's teaching a completely different course.
0: (laughs) You figure out who that is you're talking to, whether it's your neighbor next door, whether it's your mom, your dad. It could even be a bishop or any man, fallen man. And you instead go to him and you're like, how am I supposed to be healed of these things? And they're like, well, you just need to read your scriptures more.
1: Right. Or just, you need to pray more, read your scriptures and go to the temple every week. Which and they give you some kind of conscious process to, you know, and those aren't bad things, right? They're good things. Yeah. If that's what the Lord told you, you should be doing.
0: So now instead reverse that and you stay in the classroom with the Savior and you walk up to him and you're like, you know what? I'm really struggling with this right now. I don't know what to do with it. And he's like, you've borne that long enough. Let me have it. Hand it to me. And you're like, well, I don't understand. And he's like, I've already paid for that. It's finished. Give it to me and I'm going to give you back some of the spirit, some of this nutrient, right? Mm-hmm. And it's going to help you to grow and progress. See, you can't you can't receive nutrient if your conduit for that is not being used. Right? We have to learn how to develop a relationship with the Savior. Now, people have told me, well, Bruce R. McConkie said it's inappropriate to have a relationship with the Savior. Okay? Mm -hmm. This is not what he was talking about. Right. The Savior is begging you to have a relationship with him. He paid for your sins for a reason, and that's so that he can help you progress. And so you take—see, everything that happens to you that's negative is— A negative energy, a dark energy that enters into you and stays there until you choose to get rid of it. Yep. And the way I see it, see the heart is the center of everything. That's where we receive from God. And you learn that in the temple, right? When we, re- when we get hit by somebody negatively, we take that little piece of dark emotion and I picture it as a brick that we start stacking up around our heart, this, this heart wall, and it's black. And any light that tries to get in, any virtuous principle that tries to get in gets sucked into that void and just nullified. Right? We can't even accept it. But what has to happen is you have to take that brick out with the Savior standing there with you and you hold it out and you're like, here's this brick. This person did this to me and it hurt me and it scares me and I don't want it to ever happen again so I'm trying to protect myself from it. But I know that this brick is blocking me from receiving more light from you. What do I do with it? And he'll say, give it to me. Give it to me and I'm going to replace it with light. And that's how the healing power of the atonement works is that give and take with the Savior. He is the way to be healed.
1: There is no other way to the Father but through the Savior.
0: That's right. And what ends up happening is the more you the more you do that and practice that, you get to a point where instead of taking dark energy in and building a brick with it, I picture it this way. I have this tube. It's like kind of under my arm. And it's like the suction tubes at the bank, you know, where you put the thing in, you push the button, sucks it away. So now someone sends dark emotion at me and I see it coming. I'm like, direct it. And it goes right into the tube and gets sucked, gets sucked away by the Lord. That's awesome. Because you, we can't afford to allow those things to, To block the flow of nutrient, right? right? If we can keep that, that umbilical cord unkinked, we will very naturally grow and become like the savior and return to live with our heavenly father again.
1: Yeah. Like Elder Bednar said, it's literally impossible if you have the spirit all the time and you qualified for the spirit. Like we talk about the sacrament every, like we covenant with the sacrament every week with the Lord, right? Two things. We tell him, we'll remember him always and we'll keep his commandments. And he's like, good, then you can have my spirit always. And when you've qualified for that, and I testify to you in the name of Jesus Christ, the Lord wants you to come to him and say, Lord, am I qualified? And if he says not yet, then he'll give you the things you need to work on. And if he says you are, then accept it. Like get out of conscious thought about it. Just accept that either way and move forward.
0: When it says in that prayer that you'll always have his spirit to be with you, this is what it means for me, and you take it to the Lord however you want, but I am in open conversation with the Lord all day long. His spirit's with me, Yep. right? When it says his spirit's with me, it literally means his spirit's with me, and so as I'm walking down the road and something happens, I'm like, Lord, what just happened? And he's like, da 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 right? Or yeah, he I'm reading something. Lord, is that true? Yes. Cool. Lord, is that true? No. Cool. Lord, do I need to know that? No. Okay, shelved. Right? Every, it's, it's the waking prayer. Like, every second of my day is spent with the lord by my side helping me to to know what's right and what's wrong. Well,
1: now greg i mean that means you're not living in reality because you're walking around all like holier than thou, saying all these prayers all the time right <laughs> like i mean that's what's going through some people's mind right like uh let's just stop for a second if that went through your mind right now when greg said what he said where do you think that thought came from
0: it didn't come from the lord should, right. have, should have sent it down the tube. <laughs> right. Let the tube take it. <laughs> he is literally ready to walk side by side with us. We are here on the earth as his emissaries. We are here to represent him, to help him gather Israel and prepare the earth so he can come back and reign. Wash, rinse, repeat. That's it. Like you just said it. What's another way we can say it? Just <laughs> <laughs> right. It's interesting to me. Tyson talked about the baby fulfilling the measure of its creation. Right. Sister Nelson down in South America just a couple days ago said, "The heavens will open when we persistently pray. Please help me fulfill the measure of my creation." Hmm. That's profound please help me fulfill the measure of my creation. Why were you created? Why are you on this earth?
1: And here we are down here, right? Completely looking beyond the mark, trying to consciously um, force things to happen. Like, well, if my husband would just be more blah, 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 or my wife would just be more blah, blah, blah. Or, you know, we're, we're trying, we're asking the Lord for all these things, right? Like different little microcosm ways we want him involved in our lives. And he's like, or you could just say, help me fulfill the measure of my creation. And all of those individual little missions that you feel like are your responsibility will either dissipate and you'll realize they're not yours to fix, or He'll show you over time how to, how to change things in your life.
0: Or what He needs you to do in that situation. You can take that situation to the Lord and be like, do I need to do this? And He may say, yep. And this is what I need you to do next. Or He may say, no. I don't need you doing that right now. Oh my goodness.
1: I had such an awesome conversation yesterday. Big shout out to Bev. Uh, I was talking to Bev and and I was like, hey, I was like, "Um, we were talking about this same topic and she's like, I love it. She's like, I got all these problems with people around me and I felt like, oh, I need to fix them. And then one day the Lord's like, why do you feel you need to fix everybody? She's like, oh, because I thought that's what I'm supposed to be doing. He's like, no, that's my job. She's like, oh, Okay. So basically her mantra, and we talked about this and mine, right? And Greg's have become like, do no harm, first of all, right? To other people. And then secondly, just if the Lord tells you to engage, engage. And if he tells you be quiet and be still, then just be quiet and be still. And once you learn that, it's like total absolution, right? Like all the pressure and stress of what everyone else is or isn't doing around you, like goes away, right? (laughs) You have no inclination to sit and watch Fox News and participate in the whole group think of collective consciousness of, oh, this is terrible. Why don't these idiots know anything? Or CNN or whatever your drug of choice when it comes to news outlets is, right? Like, you don't have that desire anymore because you're like, I don't want to participate in drama and the Lord told me not to worry about those big global problems. Like, be aware a little bit, but don't like sit there and make it your religion like make your religion following me and trying to become like me and i'm like oh that's pretty simple okay that's way better
0: here's a way easy way to look at it and this this principle i can't remember i wish i could give credit to the right person but somebody in a conference talked about it and it was the principle of the primary colors so there's three primary colors and all other colors are made from those three primary colors And those three primary colors could represent who am I, why am I here, and what's my mission. The exact process the Lord just explained to me to help someone get past an addiction problem. Who are you? What's your relationship to the Savior, Jesus Christ? Why are you here on the earth? What's your purpose? And everything— has to tie back to one of those three questions. Any secondary thing that you're dealing with, if it doesn't tie back to one of those three questions, it's probably a waste of your time.
1: Yeah. And what's cool about that is, think about a magnifying glass or a prism, right? If you pull a prism out or a magnifying glass, you get the whole spectrum of the rainbow if you're running light through that, right? And then if you bring it in farther, then it's just the three, right? The three... Um, colors, the three primary colors. And then if you focus it even more than that and you get the beam just right, all you get is pure white light and it's focused and it can burn up anything in front of it. Like literally can start it on fire. Like remember burning ants? I'm a terrible person and I'm probably gonna have to apologize to those ants. Or grasshoppers. Right. Or grasshoppers or whatever. <laughs> or paper. Okay. I burned paper, paper too. A, a lot of paper. <laughs> <laughs> so literally that's, that's what we're doing, right? The Lord is like... This light can flow through you. All of the, you know, the three primary colors can flow through you. And I can help you to learn to focus that light perfectly in order to to completely eradicate and burn up the problems that are in front of you or the challenges that you have in your life with perfect, pure light. And I'm like, he taught me that today. And I was like, whoa.
0: Use those primary colors to paint the picture of your life. All of, all of the things that happen in your life, if they're tied back to one of those three primary colors, who am I? What's my relationship to the Savior Jesus Christ? And why am I here on the earth? If your focus is on those primary colors and you use those colors to mix and create the other colors, all of a sudden you're painting this beautiful tapestry Right? With the Lord guiding you and helping you to understand it.
1: That is way more better than me doing it on my own.
0: Yeah. Okay, so that brings me to another piece that just came to my mind. We are building Zion now. It's happening. In the past, we've talked about it's going to be happening. But what we've now come to understand is that it is literally happening And as we've counseled with and talked with countless people now through the mentoring program and listened to their struggles and what they're going through, over and over again, the Lord has taught us that they are going through the things they're going through so that they can earn a key. Okay, so that key, what it's for is they will then turn, once they've earned their key, they're going to turn around. They're going to find somebody else that has the exact same struggle. And they now have the key to unlock the door to free that person from that trial. And all of us have different keys. And you're going to run into somebody who needs the key you have. And guess what? They've got the key that you need. Right. And that's what we talked about earlier where we'd be mentoring with somebody and we, we're, we've got a key that unlocks something that they're working on. And all of a sudden, they pull out a key, and they're like, "What about this?" And they like turn the key in the lock, and we just sit there, like, "Wow!" Every time, that is awesome.
1: I didn't even think of that. Sounds like the Grace <laughs> for Grace program and the Grace to Grace. That was like one of our first podcasts. It's weird. It's like the Lord's building on the same message, right? Simple truth. <laughs> Cool. Wash, rinse, repeat. Thanks,
0: Lord. <laughs> oh, we need it simple, Greg. Simple's good. Okay, so you're going through a trial. I don't care who you are listening to this podcast. There is something you're going through right now. And lots of you are sitting there going, man, once this is over, I'm going
1: to be unstoppable, right? Like, And the Lord's like, okay.
0: <laughs> you know how that works. Once I figure this out, I'm going to know how to do this. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have it, right? Before we started this podcast, I'm sitting here, and Tyson and I had just talked about the next piece that we're learning, and I'm like, I don't understand any of this. <laughs> All this stuff that I've learned over these years, and I'm looking at the next piece, and I'm like, I don't get it. I don't understand this. Like, but I look back down the cliff and I'm like, holy smokes, that's a long ways. I come a long ways, (laughs) but I don't get any of this stuff in front of me. Right. So so our natural man wants to like
1: pick apart every detail, right? Like I'm going to learn this every angle of this. Right. And then the Lord's like, Oh, you guys, come on. (laughs) We've been through this before, right? This is total acceptance phase without, I'm not saying throw caution to the wind, but if the Lord teaches you something is true, this is what a lot of you are doing right now. And I'm going to call you out because Greg and I used to do this too. The Lord teaches you a truth through this podcast. He just says it to your mind and you're like, yeah, I'm going to go to the scriptures and I'm going to Google this and I'm going to find, I'm going to verify where this answer is. And the Lord's like, you can do that. And he's waiting, right? He's sitting there waiting. And you're literally going and you're tearing through the scriptures, trying to prove to yourself That (laughs) that something you just received through the spirit is true brothers and sisters that's backwards in fact I testify to you that when true powers happen for Greg and I he'll call me up and he's like dude listen to what the Lord just told me are you sitting down are you quiet I'm like yeah he's like okay. And I'm like, go. And he's like, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, super awesome because I learned something similar to that. We just did this standing over the top of Greg's Prius when he pulled into the parking lot of where we're at today. Like, I was like, you taught me this. And then Greg's like, oh yeah. And then this piece came and now we're applying that truth by teaching it to somebody else and we're gaining understanding in, in it. And I'm not saying don't go reference the scriptures if the Lord takes you there. Fine. But my, challenge to you is ask yourself why you're feeling inclined to go to the scriptures if you're looking to go to the scriptures and the words of the prophets to verify what the lord has told you in personal revelation you're going backwards
0: or not necessarily backwards but you're taking the slow boat
1: right because he'll get you there he'll give you that confirmation
0: see the way this works now from here out to zion is move forward as quickly as you're willing to listen to the Spirit of the Lord. That's why the prophet is pounding home personal revelation. And it's been our experience that as we move forward, somebody with the key to the understanding that we lack is standing there to unlock the door for us. All the time. When Tyson and I first started the podcast, we were working together, and so we were around each other all the time, bouncing ideas off each other. Well, now... He decided to move to La La Land. <laughs> la and la. His phone reception's so bad there that I hardly ever talk to him anymore. <laughs> but we're both moving forward in the same program of mentoring people and helping people. And the exact same message is being taught through different avenues and then we get back together to do a podcast where I like, guess what I learned he's like I learned that too guess what here's another piece <laughs> like
1: it's just all these connections uh, it, made like it's like this huge and then conversation and then <laughs> and normally that's me Greg just sitting there looking at me like yep 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 yep, yep. and I'm like and then and it's awesome right like it's it's that unconscious process where I am like, dude, I haven't talked to you, but I have talked to you spirit to spirit, but I haven't like talked to you, talked to you in person. And now like, here's all this stuff. And you're like, dude, that's awesome. And here's the pieces of that, that I understand. And, yep. and we realized today that like, we're both learning a very, very, very big lesson from the Lord. And we're not going to tell you what it is. We'll tell you someday, but we're not telling you today, but we're learning it in completely different ways, like completely different ways. And I was like, it really distilled on us. Like we're learning the exact same lesson. That's what Zion is, right? Like yeah. we're helping each other understand that.
0: And the interesting part is it used to be, especially for me, cause I'm the spreadsheet guy, right? Like I'm writing it all down and I'm finding the scriptures and I'm finding the prophet quote and getting it all lined out and, and figuring it out that way. That's how my brain used to work. And then it kind of transitioned to where I would just check in with the Lord and I'd be like, Lord, how does this work? You know, and he would start teaching me. Well, now it's completely transitioned to, Lord, how does this work? And then all of a sudden I get a phone call from, from Mike and he's like, hey, what about this piece? And he sticks the key in the lock that's locked for me and unlocks the door. And I'm like, oh, okay, I get that now. So it's not the Lord teaching me directly anymore, but him directing me or those people to me with the key that I need for the piece of information that I need. This is how Zion is built. We teach each other. We help each other.
1: Yeah, I mean, I could sit here and rattle off names, Rick, Dan, Craig, Mike, you know, um, Heather, Amy, like Bev, all these people that we interact with that are like, here's this Like, literally, here's the thing, brothers and sisters, I testify to you in the name of Jesus Christ that those people around you that you feel special connections to, there's a reason for that. Like, obviously, we have a connection to every person, but there's a stronger connection between us and some people. And that's because in heaven, in the pre-earth life, You literally sat across from them in council. Maybe the two of you walked to the end of a dock at a beautiful, pristine lake like Greg and I are sitting in front of. And, you know, and just to put Greg and I in this perspective, like, I know I walked to the end of that dock with Greg and we were sitting there and we're like, hey. Uh, I got something I need to give you. And Greg's like, what? And I'm like, here's a fistful of keys, literally. Like, here's truths that I'm going to need, and I need you to to give me these keys at certain points to unlock truth that's in me. And Greg's like, well, good. I'm glad you asked me to be here because here's a fistful of keys of truth that I'm holding on to that I need to help you unlock. And we did that maybe hundreds or even thousands of times with people that we were going to come to earth with and interact with in our band of people that we came here with in order to build Zion because the Lord, he could build it himself, right? But then it wouldn't be Zion because he just built it himself. Well, Zion, Zion's a people. Right. Zion is a people, right? First and foremost, So he could build a city and then say, come inhabit it. But he doesn't want to do that. He wants that city built with the relationships of the people that are in there, in that city, becoming one heart and one mind with no poor among us.
0: One heart and one mind being, meaning being vulnerable with each other. Right. Being willing to put yourself out there to somebody and ask for help. I have just been absolutely in awe of the things that are taking place with the mentoring program as the Lord directed us to do this. The people that we've had the opportunity to come in contact with and the miracles that we're watching unfold have just been absolutely awesome. If you're listening to this and at any point the Lord has prompted you to reach out, please stop fighting that prompting. (laughs) Like, please listen to the Lord because He is directing you a preordained opportunity
1: it's literally like i just this vision or i guess vision this this thought popped into my head that flashed in in form of a picture but i literally saw you sitting outside of the hospital the emergency room with a broken leg like your femur's busted and you're sitting on the curb right and everybody's like why don't you just come inside and get that taken care of and you're like i got it i'm good i'll walk it off no problem i'm fine right? And the Lord's like, are you serious right now? (laughs) Like you're right next to the hospital, just walk inside, right? Like, you know, and I'm, the Lord's the master physician, right? But, like, I'm trying to learn how to be a, at least, like, a surgical tech or something, right? I'm the, like, the, maybe I'm the guy who, like, makes the plaster Paris for the cast. I don't know, but I'm there, right? And I'm like, I just want to help introduce you to the guy who's actually going to heal you. Yeah. That's all I want to do, right? And, and And Greg and I have done this before. We're, like, sitting out there on the curb, like, no, I'm good.
0: I'm good. <laughs> It'll be fine.
1: I'll walk it off eventually when I can walk again. <clears throat>
0: It's uh it's almost ludicrous to think about it when you put it in that context. <laughs>
1: it's true though. That's right? what that's what we do.
0: Quit trying to suffer through this on your own. One of the neat things that's happening is we're connecting the people that come to us for mentoring with people other people in their areas, um, that are of like mind, group texts. There's a group text that we have going with a group of brothers that blows my mind on a daily basis the miracles that are taking place from that
1: somebody will be like hey you know a little bit ago one of the brothers is like hey keep your keep my sister and her daughter in your prayers the lord knows who they are and you know and send blessings right and so everybody in that group text will just pause in their day right and just go there spiritually and then like it's, it's awesome because in a couple of days, like, hey, you don't understand, like these miracles happened and they got some reprieve and then they were able to get, you know, things sorted out and it's like, whoa, awesome. you know, yeah. Like,
0: not just sorted out, but the individual that was in danger and needed help got so much light poured into him that they turned around with that grace and gave grace to another individual that's in the same situation. Just absolutely amazing. I want to read a couple... Um, letters or notes that have come into us recently from different individuals. Just to kind of give you an idea of some of the stuff that's happening. Um, so this is from a sister. She said, Hi Greg, I want to tell you and Tyson thank you. I started listening to the podcast about a month ago and listened to them all. Light was pouring into my life. Jesus Christ used this as a way to reach me. I have always loved my Heavenly Father and believed in His Son. But a beautiful, personal, one-on-one relationship has formed between me and my Savior, Jesus Christ. He has healed me. And I am free from an addiction that has kept me out of the temple for 11 years. And yesterday, I got my temple recommend again. And I started temple temple prep class to get my endowments. Like Ammon, my heart is brimming with joy. And I will boast in my God. Thank you both for the work that you're doing. Like, We're two knuckleheads from Northern Idaho. Dude, knuckleheads came to my mind right after you said that.
1: (laughs) Like, right after you finished, I was like, I can't believe the Lord could use us. I can. I got to quit with that, right, with that verbiage. But I'm amazed. It's, yeah, just like she said with Ammon, like, just boasting in my God, right? Like, In and of ourselves, Greg and I are not capable of doing the work that the Lord's doing through through this ministry.
0: Eleven years in an addiction that's kept her from the temple. And all that was needed was for her to learn who she is, what her relationship to the Savior is, and why she's on the earth.
1: Maybe you're addicted to self harm, like beating yourself up all the time. Have you ever thought of that as an addiction? There's a that is a huge theme that Greg and I run into all the time. People are just, Oh, I'm not worthy. Right. And then like, or I don't know how to hear the voice of the Lord. Right. How many times you get that one? And yeah. You're like, all of a sudden they're feeling the spirit. They're crying when we're having a conversation with them. And then they're like, well, I still don't know how to feel the spirit of the Lord. And you're like, what do you think just happened? <laughs> when you, you heard the Lord speaking to you, telling you, he loved you and that everything's okay. And that you're on the path. Like, what do you, what do you want? Right. Yeah. So anyway, Sorry.
0: All right. So here's another one. This is from a brother. He says, I have been waking up for some time now. I have always been drawn to the doctrines of the second coming of Jesus Christ and hoped that I could contribute in some small way to help prepare the earth for his coming. The gospel principles shared in the podcast have been wonderful and have been a further witness to many things that I have known deep down inside. However, it wasn't until I visited visited with Greg in a few mentoring sessions that the ball began to roll for me in my spiritual development. Greg helped me to understand how the Lord views me. He also helped me to get over a hurdle of learning how to converse with the Lord. Greg helped me to understand principles in a very short period of time that would have taken me years to learn on my own. Each session has been packed with spiritual insight and the presence of the Spirit. My heart is full of love and appreciation for Greg and Tyson and the work that they're doing. Now what you should know about this individual, and I'm just gonna say his name is Mike, he had keys that I needed, and I had keys that he needed. So I unlocked some things for him, but he unlocked things for me as well. And it's that's amazing. how this works, right? Okay, one more. This is Rob said I started mentoring with Greg and Tyson a few months ago. I have felt their amazing spirits and received wonderful guidance as well as built an undying bond with these two brethren. I see them as literal brothers in Christ. Thank you for listening to me and sharing your divinely inspired words of encouragement as well as enlightening guidance. They've literally helped me to process to proceed in the direction my savior has given me. And without knowing it changed my spiritual core and my, for my eternal betterment. Again, a brother who he's been through the fiery furnace and back.
1: Right. (laughs) Guy. Yeah. He more than any other person I've ever talked to put more on the altar. Had more to put on the altar as far as baggage and challenges than than most other people, and I'm not trying to get to compare crosses. The reality is, is that this guy, yeah, he's a boss. Like,
0: and both of us, Tyson and I, have both mentored with him independently and felt that eternal bond of brotherhood with with him.
1: And felt his power, man. Like, yeah. like we're talking about Saul-like power that he has. Like, he's just like salt of Paul, right? Like he, this conversion that you're looking at this guy and, and he like says all the time, if you knew me three years ago, you wouldn't recognize me. I was dark. I was, I was lost. Addicted. I was forgotten. I was addicted. I was addicted. I was just not in a good place. And now it's like every time I talk to that guy, like I don't cry very often. And every time he starts feeling the spirit super strong, I'm, I'm like, I'm good. I'm good.
0: <laughs> and he's just out there doing the Lord's work like touching lives and that's the biggest part of this is is we do some mentoring and we share our keys we give some grace that we've been given and the individuals that we're working with turn around and they start giving grace and the grace for grace program is just starting to expand and grow exponentially as people are awakened to who they are and what they're capable of and what their relationship is to the Lord and how they're supposed to be part of this mighty battalion that the Lord called them to through his prophet. And it's just growing and growing and growing and progressing. You cannot do it on your own, I promise you. It's not possible. It just isn't. You, you have not been given the tools you need to be able to do it on your own. That is how Zion is built.
1: There's only one person who's ever done it on their own. And he only did it on his own for a brief period when he had to, right? The Lord had the Father with him all the time until the point in the in the atonement of the Savior Jesus Christ when the Father had to withdraw and he had to go on his own. Yep. The re- it's not intended for the rest of us to go it on our own period well, ever until you know.
0: And that was only a moment that he was alone. Right. The rest of his ministry. The Lord was or her father, was father was with him. The father was with him. Angels were with him. Father was with him. Even the knucklehead apostles <laughs> buoyed him up. Right. Right. I guarantee you there were times where he sat in a circle with those guys and they just they just had a ball, laughing and yeah. joking with each other. And I know it. Yep. And that buoyed his spirits during that time. Even the Lord didn't do it alone until that moment when he was asked to do it on his own. And because of that one moment, he became the conduit to our nourishment. Yep. He directs this entire work. He directs us to each other. He uses us as instruments in his hands as emissaries to do his work. Dir- it is He
1: directed you to this podcast. He directed you to the people that are around you. He directed you, you know, I mean, it's all it's all there.
0: Like, yep, he's in it all this is such an amazing exciting time to be on the planet the Lord's hand is moving in ways that I can't even I can't even fathom but I rejoice to just sit back and watch them happen over and over and over again I'm like I'll see the perfect alignment of events that totally teach somebody something and I'm like holy smokes that was that was cool
1: we're over here like well played well played <laughs> That's all we can say. We're like, wow, that was simple and really good. Yeah.
0: There's times when I just kind of, in my mind, I'll go into my mind, and I'm like, Lord, that was awesome. And he's like, right? He says right, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's where I got it we from. We learned it from him. <laughs> I learned it from watching you. <laughs> and I can, in my mind, like, give him a high five. Like, like Dyson say, well played. That was awesome. <laughs> little fist pound like that was amazing I want to yeah. testify to you in his name that the Savior Jesus Christ is waiting for you to connect with him he is the teacher he knows what you need perfectly and needs you to communicate with him like your prophet is telling, to, telling you to if you don't know how to do that yet you can't figure it out reach out and let us help you We've spent a lot of time banging our head in the wall to figure it out. We can help you bypass that, like Mike talked about, and get there a little bit quicker. <laughs> I, was,
1: I wasn't going to mention this because it kind of went away earlier, but then it came back when you said that. So what's funny to me, amazing to me, awesome to me, is Greg and I, because we're slow learners, right? Like I, I'm taking that back. I'm repenting the spirit left when I said that. We're not <laughs> slow learners. We just, I don't know. He, he set us on this course a little bit sooner. I don't know how to say it, but basically Greg and I have been through this process where it's taken some years, right. Especially over the last two and a half, we're going on three years now that Greg and I have been like in the trenches punching each other in the head, trying to figure this stuff out. Right. Like we, we will sit down with people and the, these nuggets of truth that the Lord has led us to, um, are just like all laid out in front of us on the table as we start a discussion with, with people and it's like, by the time the conversation's over, I'm like, holy smokes, all the big nuggets of things that the Lord's taught Greg and I over this process are processed out in an hour or an hour and a 15 minutes for like, and they're like, people are like, oh, my brain's a little tired, but I'm, I'm doing pretty good. And I'm like, well, congratulations. You just literally absorbed and accepted things that took Greg and I a really long time to grapple with and understand. And that's amazing. And then that is further testimony about who they are. And oh, by the way, in the process, they also gave me some more nuggets to pass on to the next person that I talked to.
0: And it's happening that way because it's time. Yep. People are learning this information quickly because it's time. We are out of time. Time is short. The information that we learned, yeah, it took a while, and it was necessary for us to be able to connect. A lot of you are on an island by yourself trying to learn these principles, and for whatever reason, and I believe it was for protection, the Lord has waited until now for you to wake up to this information. Um. He is opening the windows of heaven. When, Sa- when the prophet said Satan quadrupled his efforts, it was almost the same time we started doing the mentoring. Yep. Right? And the Lord, to me, and I know Tyson felt the same thing, said, if he's quadrupling his efforts, I'm giving you quadruple the power. Yep. Like
1: Just accept it. <laughs>
0: This is available for you, and I want you to have this, to go out and, and gather Israel. Mm-hmm. And there's a whole group of gatherers that need this information. These are people that agreed premortally to be part of the force that gathers individuals in the last days. They, they're going to need some information. I'm going to wake you two guys up first and you'll be available to each other to protect each other from the adversary because there were days when I was down. Me too. And it was always one or the other, right? So I had a bad day. Tyson's like, what's wrong? Buck up. He's having a bad day. I'm like, what's wrong? Buck up. (laughs) Let's go. (laughs) Now we're at a point where all of the individuals on these islands all over everywhere that we're talking to people he's now giving you the opportunity to have the information and then we're connecting you to other individuals of like-minded. So as we move forward and things progress and more light and knowledge gets poured out onto the earth, you will be ready to help those who need. You will have your keys earned and in your hand so that you can turn around and unlock the door for other individuals. Yep.
1: And this is this is universal. I mean, this is happening with more messengers than just Greg and I. I mean, oh, yeah. more more people are are waking up and it's a blessing. I tell you what, is so confirming and amazing. And this is another reason why you should call is that and schedule an appointment, is that is is the time when you sit down and we're starting to work through some of the things that we you know that we're we help them with and the lord has already revealed those things to them and and for whatever reason they rejected it and then when we say it out loud to them they're like oh that is so true thank you i they you know a lot of people weep and i'm not saying that flippantly it's a really sacred experience because the lord's already told them that thing and i want to testify to you brothers and sisters in the name of jesus christ that when you're not moving forward <clears throat> it's probably because you're not accepting it's not claiming, it's not give the Lord more sacrifice, it's nothing like that. It's literally accepting what he's already told you, even though you don't completely understand it, just say, okay, Lord, I'm putting that in my heart, and I'm going to move forward, and then he'll help you understand it with your interactions with other people. He'll maybe throw a scripture at you one day that confirms something or teaches you a different angle to look at that thing. But. When you're not moving forward, it's probably because you're not accepting something that he's already told you. You literally just have to say, okay, and it's that easy. That's what I've found. It's not this complicated, like, okay, well, how do I accept it? It's not a, it's not a figure out this step-by-step process of how to accept. It's literally just think about it this way. If the Lord's handed you a gift and you're holding it in your hands, trying to discern what it is or how to understand it or how to use it. Right. And or you if don't, you
0: should use it.
1: Right. Or if you should use it or if you're worthy to use it or what think of any excuse why you're not filing that in your heart. Right. Can the Lord hand you anything else into your hands? No. Why? And because your hands are full. He said that to me one day. He's like, I'm like, Lord, I, I want more blessings. And he's like, well, your hands are full. And I'm like, okay, what are they full of? And he's like, stuff I already gave you that you're not accepting. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm just going to put that in my heart and my head and I'm going to move forward. And he's like, okay, here's some more stuff. And I'm like, I told Greg earlier, like, I'm literally in one of those places right now where it's just like, you know the flow is just happening and i'm like okay but i can i can now keep up with the pace that he's giving me things because i've accepted that i'm capable of keeping up with the pace instead of minimizing that my ability to handle everything he's throwing at me so
0: yep there's a Uh, I'm going to save that for a different podcast. (laughs) There was another piece I was going to share, but we'll share that on the next podcast. I think uh, there's enough to process with what we've just talked about today. We just want you to know that we love you. We're so grateful for all of the support that's come our way. Those of you who have donated and are donating, just know from the bottom of our heart how grateful we are for your sacrifice. Um, it has been a challenge for us and our families to to operate on faith um, We are in a place where um, let's just say we appreciate you listening to the spirit and sending us the resources that we need to be able to do this on a regular basis.
1: That's a you can look at it like you know a way to be involved you know we have asked people ask us that all the time and you're literally helping those keys to be unlocked as you give those sacred funds for yourself and for other people people you don't even know are being blessed because greg and i can continue to do this work that is our calling like we've been called to do this and it's a blessing for us to be able to be involved and you've been called you've been called to you know to 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 learn what your mission is and who you are and to move forward with that so um whenever you bless us in that way by by sending donations you are literally ministering to people that someday are going to embrace you because the the custody chain of those sacred dollars will be made known and they'll they will find you and say man like I didn't have the money to give to do a mentoring session but I just knew I needed to and you donated when you didn't even need mentoring at that point and that enabled Greg and Tyson to do what they were doing and they were able to help unlock some truths in me that I couldn't see for myself and right and
0: and this is what I did with them right. I took that information that changed me and I changed thousands of lives
1: yeah like literally envision envision that like as they tell you thank you and turn around, there's a thousand people or more standing behind them that are hovering over a beautiful lake that's symbolic of where they were baptized, you know what I mean, or whatever. Like, that's what you're doing when you're helping with this work, and it's, it's a blessing, and we thank you for that.
0: All right. I just want to testify again that Jesus Christ loves you, that your Heavenly Father loves you that The work is moving forward at a rapid pace, and the only thing holding you back is you making the decision that you're going to start believing what the Savior is saying to you. You're going to start listening to the Lord instead of the guy across the hall. Yep. And I testify of that in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen.
1: Amen. I just want to testify and and reiterate the same thing. Um, Don't run around looking for opinions from somebody else if the Lord tells you something's true. Don't try to understand it completely. If if it's not supposed to be, just say, I accept it, Lord, and put it in your heart and your mind and move forward with that knowledge. And the clarity of that thing will become clear. No athlete became a pro athlete by not picking up the ball the first time and using it. Or nobody became great at anything that they do by not learning the fundamentals and then applying those over and over. And that's all he's doing. You know, you've accepted gospel truth your entire life. But as soon as it became personal about you, for some reason, you're like, whoa, 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 whoa. Like, I don't know if that's really true. Where's that voice coming from? Like, you kidding me? Right? That's where he's at. He's like, accept this about yourself, accept who you are. And as soon as you do, I'll show you more about who you are and more about what you're capable of. Absolutely, and I testify that's true in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen.
0: Amen. We love you. God be with you till we meet again.
1: Hoorah for Israel!